0: We're talking about boxing Just absolutely boxing we talking about boxing Just absolutely boxing Boxing Just absolutely boxing
1: y'all what's going on welcome back to just absolutely boxing podcast episode 65 this is combo breaker 99
0: it's your boy boxing team what's up everybody
1: yeah what's going on y'all i feel like it's it's been a long time man (laughs) i feel like it's been a long time since we were on the show man it's It's been about two weeks bro it's been about 16 days i've been counting but uh you know that that don't mean we've been absent you know we've been doing the streams online you know you will go to our youtube channel you check out the jab streams you know we still been talking about some current news but just because we haven't been talking boxing on the show, we still been living the boxing, you know, just recently this past weekend. We had a pretty good experience. What do you think, P?
0: Um, yeah, definitely, man. We had a um, an awesome, you know, weekend. Awesome Saturday anyway. Um, Well, we'll start we, with Thursday. Thursday start yeah, with Thursday. you know I mean? Because that's like boxing. something big yeah. for us. I ain't two fights in, in one week. That's not the normal for us. So we actually attended, you know, to... Uh, fights this week, which was you know overload for us. It was overload, I mean. boy. I
1: was feeling it. I was hung over that set, right. something I wasn't drinking. I mean, boxing no hangover, yeah. you know. Because Thursday, yeah, we had the Durham Armory, you know, main event. Shout out Donnie Marshall. Yeah, you know, he was the main event on that car. And then Saturday, you know, down in Fort Bragg, Fayetteville, yeah. we had uh, Michael
0: Williams Jr. Michael Williams Jr. Um, like I said, um, it definitely was a very uh, and like people gotta realize. I mean. we 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 got a lot of other stuff going on too it's not just podcasts and going to boxing so i mean when i say we hit two fights this week that's on top of working 40 hours you know putting in doing all the other stuff we had to do in life besides you know just doing this but still making time to um you
1: know Still try to still try to squeeze them events in, man. Yeah, it's you like know? people it's our think passion. we don't just go it's not like you just go into the movies, you know, you gotta park, you know, you, you uh-huh. gotta you gotta pay to get in, and then you gotta find somewhere to sit and events just don't pop off, you know. You see one fight, you gotta wait, it's another Absolutely. fight. So, so events usually take about a good six, seven hours actually, yeah. you know. So it is yeah. like
0: a work shift. It's a lot of behind the scenes stuff, man, that people don't always see. travel, you know fee you know tickets it's just a lot of stuff behind the scenes that um that we go through to bring this to the fans because i mean we love it it's not that we asking for nothing this you know we love doing what we do but you know i don't want people to get it twisted either you know what i'm saying it's um it is leg work it is behind the scenes stuff going on too
1: oh yeah man and um we are going to, I'll go ahead and tell everybody, we're going to have a special guest. We're going to have Donnie on the show, so yeah. we'll kind of sit down with him and talk about his card as well, mm-hmm. but, you know, congrats to him. He did score a first-round TKO. Yeah. I know the win didn't come the way he wanted to, so, you know, we are going to sit down with him, you know, in the next show. You know, he gonna kind of break it down to us, you know. He also got some big things coming up, so yeah. we'll let him do that announcement, but um, since we don't have Junior here, kind of want to go in and talk about the whole Fort Bragg experience, you know, and. Going to his main event, nah, you know, meeting none other than my favorite fighters of all time. Yeah. You know, Roy Jones Jr. and James Tony and just that whole atmosphere. You know, I'll let you kick it off, Pete. Just how you feeling? Well, I'm gonna get, I mean, all, get I'm,
0: here in a minute. I'm gonna <laughs> rewind it a little bit and, and take it back a little okay. bit. So um <clears throat> pretty much the the last interview that we had with, you know, Michael Williams Jr., um we had a little surprise for for the fans that day, but it kinda fell through. And we had some other seeds planted that day for past Saturday's fight, you know. Yeah. And the thing about life in, in the boxing game, you never know. You can't really count your chickens before they hatch. You know, anything can happen in the night. ending. so, you know, we just kind of rolled it out. You know, we it was anxiety, but we kind of wanted to just wait till it really happened. And um, when it happened and it just was – it was – all that I kind of imagined it would be, to be honest, you know what I'm saying? Um, we got to, like you say, meet Roy up close and personal, you know, it wasn't just we walking up to him, you know, Big Mike, who Roy trains his son, actually took us back there, introduced us to Roy, you know, and walked away, let us do, you know speak out peace with Roy, and it was it was surreal, man, I mean, like I was saying the other day, you know, you got people who they may get excited over Beyonce or this person or that person, but you know, for boxing fans and people from my generation, my era, and other eras and generations, um, they understand what a guy like Roy has done in the game, and um, it was just a big deal, man. I mean, a big, oh, yeah. big deal. Yeah, and yeah. then, not to mention, not to mention, before I forget, and. Not only what he's done in the game, what he's still doing up to this day, being one of the best commentators, hands down, in the game. Nobody does it like Roy. I mean, I'm still trying to wrap my head around how he called that Kovalet fight. I wanted to kind of talk to him about that that night, but it was a lot going on. You got to realize, I mean, it's constant. It's a lot going on when these guys are around. So I'll wait till, you know, maybe I get another opportunity with him. But like I said, don't forget. He's still very relevant in the boxing game, you know, commentary, promotions, training fighters. So, you know, some people might think, oh, it's the, no, Roy's very relevant in the game right now. So um, it just was an honor for me to meet him, man. Yeah. You know?
1: For me too, man, because, you know, like you said, shout out to Big Mike and a little Mike for, you know, getting us those uh, those press passes just to Absolutely. get in there because, you know, like Absolutely. we say, that's not just like, you know, crossing paths with missing time to, you know, just just be, be up close and watch him work, mm-hmm. you know, watch what he's doing for, you know, the young kids today, still training, you know, even though yeah. he's out of boxing. But, um, yeah, for me, like I say, like watching him, even though I'm not a fighter, you know, I kind of like following a personal state with what he does with his career. Because like I always say boxing is life. So, you know, mm-hmm. whether you rising to the top or you coming down, you know, I've kind of followed him. So it's kind of like watching him. He was a student of the game. And now people kind of see him as a boxing guru, you know. Whenever they want to know who's going to win a fight, they talking to Roy, you know, Uh, Mm -hmm. whenever people want advice, they want somebody to be trained to go to Roy because that's how I feel. man. I feel like he was just somebody that was put, put more, put more than just, you know, his stake in the ring. He really put a claim on the outside of the ring, too. You know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and also, I mean, we still ain't seen nobody who's done it like Roy. All you no. gotta do is go back to the highlight reels. Uh, 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 who can throw seven left hooks in a row at? Mm-hmm. I mean, the hand speed, the athleticism. We ain't seen that yet, eh? So, like, you know, people can't say, oh, so and so was the new Roy or this person took Roy's place. Nobody really took Roy's place. We still haven't seen people do the things that he's done mm-hmm. in the ring, eh?
1: Mm-hmm. Because as many people, they can say, okay, he did a lot of things that you can't teach. That's that's guy given gift. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like you can always say, okay, he didn't do these things correctly, but those things he did, that's a one and only, you know? And there's not many fighters you can say in the game that are one and only. Everybody can kind of learn the techniques and learn, you know, how to throw a jab, how to how to block, but the things that Roy did, they were they were kinda like this one and only, you know. Okay. Like Absolutely. I say, again, just to kinda meet him in person actually finally see that, you know, that's one thing I can cross off my bucket list, man.
0: Yeah, for sure, man. For sure. I'm like, it's still, like I say, kind of surreal just because we just watched him commentate, you know, fight two, three weeks two, three, ago. Two, uh, yeah, a week and ago. Actually, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. be there with him and he was a real cool dude and I'm um, just getting nothing but positive energy from Roy and for the whole atmosphere because, like, like I say, people got to realize in the fights, is it's the boxing world. You got boxing photographers you got boxing writers you got boxing historians you got media Podcasts. you got podcasters you got bloggers you got everything in and this you know under that boxing umbrella in that building at that particular time you got world champions you got former world champions you got up-and-comers so it's just like a cesspool for networking or, you know, boxing junkies, you know what I'm saying? I mean, because I'm interested in all those different aspects, not just the fighter inside and outside the ring, the photographer, the writer, you know, all the, what drives all these people is boxing. That's the common denominator. So um, it was just a beautiful thing to see all these people working their part to put on this show, and it come off to be a really, really nice, entertaining Show, I mean, it was really satisfying, you know.
1: Yeah, for uh, boxing fan, it is, man. It's like it's like our version of watching a symphony because you you watching everybody put their little piece together to put on this this big performance. You know, you got all of these people who are coming together to make sure everything goes right. Like I say, shout out to uh, Skip Crumple, You know, that was uh, Michael Williams Jr. His uh, cut man. You know, I got a chance to chop it up with mm-hmm. a little bit. You know, totally appreciate what he do. I see him going off talking to other people, making sure they got certain things done. I see Williams Jr. got some of his corner men. they getting the ice. Everything just down to yeah. that. Everybody's moving, you know, just to try to put this one event together.
0: All these little parts moving as one, you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, it was just cool to see that. And shout out to, you know, Lamar Russ. We ran into him. He yeah. was in the building. You know, he'll be on the upcoming season of Contender. Um, He's supposed, supposedly the first Got out of North Carolina to ever be on the show, um, so we we got to meet him and chop it up mm-hmm. with him. I mean, Mister Lights Out, oh, Anthony boy. James, oh, James Tony was in the building. Yeah. I mean, we second, got
1: to, that was the second person had to cross off bucket list. Hey, I mean, yeah, I mean,
0: it was it was overloaded. Eh? It was overload. You know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, James Tony was there. He was walking around. He was personable. He was a real cool dude, and um, it was honored to meet him too. Um, like I said, these are guys that You know, I grew up watching You know what I mean? If you're in my you And you're a boxing fan You grew up watching So um, it was just very Very cool to see these guys And they got in the ring And did a face off mm-hmm. And hugged it up And, you know, had that highlight reels On the big screen Man, it was just It was just a very exciting night And um from like the beginning To end, you know the first fight to the last fight, it just was it was just was good energy there. Um I really enjoyed myself. Yeah, and just
1: for people just for the box fans to know too, like I feel the same way about James Tony too, man, 'cause it's like it was like a being at a rock concert, you know, seeing him and then putting his highlight reel on a big screen and then they just going through naming Everything he's done, you know, former middleweight champion, former super middleweight, light heavyweight, cruiserweight, heavyweight, you know, it just shows you that he is he's definitely one of those pound for pound greats, too. And to have both of them in the building for me, you know, that was like a electrifying night for me just to see, like I said, two of the biggest influences of my era, you know, James and Roy in the same building. And just to see them, you know, hug it up like that, you know, just to kind of, you know. Make people say, "Hey, they don't have no beef." You know, this is nah, just what they nah, do. This is absolutely. warriors,
0: and like it wasn't any like any outshining anybody. James Tony, he was in his lane. Roy was in his mm-hmm. lane, and they, you know, both were in the building without any any problems. It was just mm-hmm. you know both of them getting equal love. Oh yeah, Um shout out to. uh Keith Mulling Sr. Because he was in the building too. He's a former world champion. And um, Roy said he was one of his best sparring partners. Um, We we got to Mm -hmm. chop it up with him. He was in the building. Another really cool, humble dude. Um, Like I say, and I mean, we could talk all day on just the people that were there. I mean, like I I said earlier, anything that it takes to put together a boxing show. They were in the building that night and um, everybody was cool. Oh, yeah. You know? yeah!
1: Especially the first person I met, you know, when we got there. Shout out to Eric, you know, his friend, his friend, um, heavyweight contender, Eddie Gregg. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked, talked it up about boxing, you know. Um, he, to, he told me how he feels about the heavyweights today, you know, just how he felt like he didn't feel like there was enough athleticism in the game. You know, he mm-hmm. felt like a lot of guys ain't really pushing themselves enough to really. Put forth, you know, the solid contenders like they did, you know, even up to the '90s, like he said. And you know, mm-hmm. he chopped it up a little bit. He used to play for the um, New York Jets. Uh, he used to play basketball, so he was all around athlete, you know. Yeah. And Eddie Gregg, you know, like I said, he's uh he's a big, big, tall heavyweight. So you know, he was tell him how he's played power for, and you know, basketball. Um Yeah, man, just just getting to hear these little stories yeah. and know how. You know what? What brought them into the game of box in the sport of boxing? You know, it's kind of it's always been fascinating to me. Yeah. You know, that's how I feel. Um.
0: Yeah, man, like like me and Aunt, we was, we was tripping because we was just we was like two kids in a candy store, man. We couldn't stop smiling and giggling for real because it was just. It was just that type of atmosphere, you know what I mean, once we got through there. You know, we had to go through some hurdles to, to get to the promised land. But once we got there, it definitely was worth it. At. And, you know, for me, the life lesson is you got to push through sometimes. It's going to be roadblocks. It's going to mm-hmm. be stuff put in front of in front of you to deter you from, you know, reaching your goal or doing what you need to do. But um Saturday, see, I'm the type of person, it don't take much to deter me, but, you know, I push through and persevered and um it's gonna be something that i never forget in my life you know what i mean so um it just was a dope night eh? you know what i mean we, we were trying to figure out what to really talk about on the podcast and i said i mean we we gotta tell them about this this is we could talk about this for days man oh, you yeah, know what definitely. i mean yeah, so we just um wanted you guys to kind of you know live through our experience of um you know meeting some of Some guys that we have a lot of respect for, you know, legends in the game. And guys that, you know, we didn't think we were going to be meeting this soon in the game. I mean, mind you, we've been in the game for a year. So, um, a year ago, we were just at the job, regular boxing fans talking um, boxing. And then, you know, fast forward to a year later, I mean, we got press passes to a fight, you know, rubbing elbows with Roy Jones, James, Tommy, all these big names in the game. It just was, I just really can't um, explain it. And it was um, very
1: uh, fulfilling. It was fulfilling, man. And like you was going back to what you're saying, man, just like sometimes the obstacles to get somewhere. It's like I always say when boxing is life. It's like the easy easy thing for people to do if something really frustrates you, just turn around and not face it. But, I mean, if you face it, the reward is going to be big, you know, if you're able to get through it. The little hard part, the little obstacle, when you get over it, the reward is going to be bigger. So that's how I felt. Like when we got there, you know, like I said, the whole atmosphere, Sports USA and Fort Bragg, it was just, a, for me, it was just like good energy. You know, everybody yeah. was there just to have a good time. You know, people who probably don't even watch boxing all the time, you know, they were just having a good time coming out, you know, to support You know, support Absolutely. their fighters, you know, support Absolutely. everybody that was out there. And, and um,
0: you know, I mean, and sometimes – boxing fans might get like a bad reputation because here and there you will see like a fight break out in the crowd, but that's once, that, yeah. that's never been my personal experience. Yeah, All me, the fights yeah. I've yeah. been to amateur, ballroom or professional fight. Dude. Um, The experience that I've witnessed has been really a really cool crowd. I mean, everybody super friendly and um it was no different Saturday night. You know, everybody, people were rooting for different people, but it's still... A friendly, competitive atmosphere, and um, you know, I want people to know that because they might not, they might not think that of, a, of boxing fans. And then it's all, it's all walks of boxing fans. It's old, it's young, it's black, it's white. It's, it's everything. It's not just one demographic you know it's some mm-hmm. very diverse and that's another good thing i like I think about it too and yeah. you know it
1: brings everybody together i think the more you kind of bring that diversity together everybody is kind of new to everybody so they don't know how to approach them you know they're like oh this person likes this thing uh, they have a similar taste so you know we can all kind of sit down and enjoy it you know because mm-hmm. like i said like club atmosphere that's different there's always kind of a fight going on you know you see them there but like every t- Every boxing event I've been to, it's always just been a relaxed atmosphere, actually. You know, people are actually coming to see entertainment. You know, they want to be entertained. They're not doing their little side things here, the, the drama. It's, it's all about the entertainment. You know, like you mm-hmm. say, whoever they're supporting, whatever the fighter is that's supporting, you know, they, they're coming to watch them. You know,
0: yeah, I know, mean. I
1: come to talk to people, you know, they're actually breaking down the fight. You know, asking me what brought me in the boxing. or You know, they're breaking little things uh, you know, the guys in the ring are doing what they need to change up. So it's always kind of good to talk to somebody, like you say, that you don't really, that you really wouldn't have thought you would have saw at a boxing event, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, you run across some, some people that, you know, and when you said that this one thing popped in my head, when I went to the, um, triple G and Canelo fight, the first fight in the movie theater, and the fight was like maybe like twelve o'clock at night, and I go in the theater, and it's this older white lady had to be like sixty years old mm-hmm. by herself in the movie theater to see mm-hmm. this fight, and it's just you know kind of shocking, but it just goes back to how diverse um, the fans are in this sport. I mean, you just it's it's just very diverse. You you never know yeah. um, who who loves. The sweet signs, you know. But um I wanna give a shout out to um the kid, Dejon Sissel. Sissel, I hope I'm saying his name right, but anyway, he made his um professional debut that night. Um I like what I saw in the kid. He came out, he was very entertaining, he's um confident in himself, you know, and um
1: definitely made me like that song that he came out to. I can't remember the name of the song feel like i'm getting over these songs but yeah that that song got me hyped just the way he came out yeah
0: with the mask yeah he came out with the energy at yeah, his little mask on and everything um but shout out to dijon man we um you on the radar now so i'm gonna be keeping my eyes on you seeing what you're doing man but um i definitely like what i saw from him that night i mean it was his professional debut so you know it's still very early in the game and he got he got work to do but um i like what he did saturday night just wanted to give him a shout out um before i forgot so um but what else though and i mean i mean and like the venue the venue alone we were very impressed with it was kind of a different setup it more was like a i mean only thing i could think is uh, dave and busters that's like the just the way i can describe it as far as the layout to it and it was wide open a lot of these fights are you know, they in like a ballroom or mm-hmm. something with, you know, a balcony view. This one was just laid out and, and wide open.
1: You, yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Now that you mentioned that, yeah, it was kind of like that David Buster's atmosphere. That's, yeah, and to that's, me, that's, I think after seeing that, that would be kind of one of the ideal places to have boxing events to me. You know, over sometimes ballrooms Just to me like like it's a sports more suitable. Bar. I like sports bars. Yeah, so, it was you know, more it, it seems more suitable. It seems more suitable because you got more elbow room and you're, you're at a sports event so you want to see boxing at a sports bar you know what i right, mean or right. some type and of live event there you know
0: even down to the big screens where they would be, were were able were able to throw the highlights on the big screens even the sound system man it was a more quality you know ballroom is not necessarily a place where you know what I mean yeah the yeah. sound system is mm-hmm. a big deal but um it just was a nice venue like you said i would i would prefer to see him somewhere like that outside of army base <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Outside yeah. of army base, yeah. But I did like the layout of that um, venue, and it just seemed. I, I mean, I don't know what it, people were just like more happy in in this venue. I mean, they had good food, they had drinks. It just was like you know, because a lot of things, a lot of times in the ballroom too, and we we kind of squished in together, you know what I'm saying yeah you do you, that, that, you kind of elbow to, to elbow looking over so. people's heads or whatever
1: but yeah. here you had room you like had I room. said you had your ringside your VIP set up but you also had you know everybody else who didn't have like a stand up mm-hmm. and you had plenty of seats you yeah. had plenty of seats yeah. still left plenty on? of
0: seats yeah so it definitely was just like I said man I can't really say nothing bad about the, the you know the event you know, let's talk Let's talk a little bit about um, Michael, his performance.
1: Oh, yeah, uh, man. Wasn't, wasn't long, but. <laughs> it wasn't long, but I mean, that's the way you're going to want it. Yeah. You know, that's the way yeah, you're gonna, that's what you're supposed you to do. That's what you're supposed to do. You're that's supposed to come and make do. a statement. So, um, and just, just watching them come to the ring, you know, like I said, I like to sit back and read people sometime. And just watching him, 19 year old, you know, having your dad by your side, help pushing you, and then uh, having one of the greatest train you. And you just coming out to that song, Can't Be Touched, you know, that had me hyped, man. I used to listen to that album when it first came out, man.
0: I had to go and download that. I ain't listened to that really in 20 years, but any Roy Jones highlight, they playing that song. You know what I mean? But that night it did just do something to me. And like, that's a good point. And just seeing because like I say, even with Big Mike and Junior, it's not just a boxing thing. It's it's. I respect the way he's in his son's life and how close they are Mm -hmm. and the way he's being, you know, a father to his child. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, it's deeper than that. It's a brother, a positive brother um, raising his son. And that's a good thing. And then, like you said, you had Roy Jones in the mix and Boxer in the mix (laughs) and that song and them coming out live like that. It was lit. And there's no way. And like, I was thinking after I left there, and just like, for me personally, and we just talking right now I mean, we just, we had to get it out of our system But it was nobody else I could really be there with Ant but you Because we started this from day one And nobody else Could understand it the way You know, you would be able to understand it Because nobody else has really been there from day one There'd been people on the outside from day one But I'm just saying, it was really like A, a, a feeling Of accomplishment Because like I said a year ago, we was just in the sterile storeroom. Mm-hmm. You know, we work in the medical field, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Talking about boxing. Yeah. And to, you know, a year later, 3,000 plus followers, you know, 60, what, eight episodes? What is it? 65. 65 now. episodes. Um, meeting legends in the game. I mean, that's, it's a little sense of accomplishment, you know, in our eyes. Cause, it's not like we selling the product. We not selling Jordans or this, that, and the third. We selling ourselves. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And our um, passion for the sport. You
1: know. Yeah, I, you know, I definitely say the feeling doing that is mutual. You know, because um, not many people. If you know me, you, I'm not really a per- I'm not really a person just to open up to anybody. And like I said, I like to read people, and I feel like you share the same passion. With the sport, you know, we have our differences about the game, but a lot of it's coming together to, you know, in the same brand, you know, the jab effect. And I mean, everything we bring to the table, like I said, is 50-50. So what we did together throughout this whole year and then after that, be able to enjoy the rewards together, that's what I'm saying. We gotta share, you know what I mean. Yeah, we, there, yeah, there's nobody yeah, else I yeah. want to share with when yeah. I get there. You know, we kind of like hey, we 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 making it. You know, we and, and, we and nobody can
0: understand that. no, no yeah. Nobody else worked forty hours a week, still figured out coincided schedules to make these episodes happen tickets for fights mm-hmm. getting boots on cars <laughs> i was getting, gonna i was <laughs> gonna get getting grilled <laughs> by sergeant slaughter yeah background i mean people don't have no idea like the background and the leg work that we really do to, to bring this i mean we not getting no money this is just our passion what we love to do but yeah. you know it is, it is, it is, uh, a, a, a other side to this, you know what I mean? Yeah, you
1: know? and and that's the parts we talk about. Those are the obstacles. You know, they can make us say, "Damn, I don't want to do this no more." Damn, you know, like is this if it's gonna be like this? I I don't want to do it. But you know, it takes some sweat and it takes some some little lessons to learn. And you know, once you get past those, you get some bigger rewards. Because let's go back to that P. But um, let's tell the box fans out there: if you're going out to the Durham Army, don't park at the McDonald's out there. <laughs> yeah, don't park at that. Yeah. You know, that's the toe zone now, man. FY. FY on to that.
0: Anybody man. who used to use the McDonald's parking lot for the Durham Armory boxing matches, do not do it any longer. I took an L that
1: night, but anyway, yeah, man. Uh, going back to Michael Jr.'s his performance, man, that's what you want to do when you go in there and make a statement, show you got that power. You know, I don't care how old your opponent is, people talked about the age. Guy comes in the ring, 43 years old, he's experienced. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. 43 year old, he's experienced. Anytime you approach a full grown man, I mean, to me, I mean, you could teach somebody a lesson, but for him to go in there and make the statement and, you know, do what he did and get him out early, you know, I can't, I take my hat off to him.
0: Absolutely. Um, It definitely, I mean, it's like, (laughs) I mean, with the energy, it was, it was no stopping him, man. I mean, like if we just say he came out with Roy, his dad. Yeah. Remy, the music, the, the, the energy—you couldn't stop the kid that night. Man. All, you couldn't stop Michael spills, Williams that night, man. It all spells knockout, man. You couldn't stop him that you night. The stop, kid man. was on a roll, and and the cards were just the stars were lined up for him that night. And um, he went in there and did what he was supposed to do, and um, barely broke a sweat. Exactly. You no, know, congrats kid. to Michael Williams Jr. Mm-hmm. And Big Mike and Roy, they did a good job, you know, getting him ready for this fight. What can you say, man? What can you
1: say? That's what you need, man. You know? I know. Mean, yeah, like I said, that's nineteen he, years old. That's how you posed to do it. Yeah, you
0: know. But um, yeah, man. I
1: mean, overall, like I said, man, this event for me, I guess it was just something. It was just something I feel like I really needed. It was just like an experience I really needed to have. You know, in my life, man, just um, like we said, we love to talk boxing. But going to these events and actually experience them, you know, covering them, you know, getting a chance to take pictures and chop it up with these, the boxing legends. It's a part of the sport that, you know, that's needed for me too. you know,
0: mm-hmm. absolutely. I mean, it was kind of like I'll pay and we didn't make a dime off our blood, sweat, tears this year. But, you know, Saturday night we got a paycheck in some form, you know, meeting some people we Got a lot A lot of respect for So I mean that's how I look at it You know The money will come But you know That that was our little reward For you know Putting in the work Yeah You know over the last year Oh yeah man
1: But um <clears throat> Overall yeah I'd, I'd say That's what made The boxing world A little bit more electric For me because Outside of that There wasn't really Nothing big going on right Tyson Fury had his fight Yeah
0: Tyson Fury Had his fight We had what A Carl Frampton
1: Carl Franta, he he scored a stoppage over Luke Jackson. That was a better fight yeah. to me than the the main event. You know, Tyson Fury had his fight. Deontay Wilder came out ringside, yeah. and um, he scored a ten round decision. Some people were saying that's what he needed, but every every angle I look at this fight coming up, man, it just spills in favor of Wilder, man.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's I ain't.
1: I don't care what he can really, really bring to, bring to the table. You know, I. Looking at the fight, he was trying to do some of them Ali moves, and I was like, man. Nah, man, come on.
0: In the corner, grabbing nah. the rope and you know, nah. moving his hit. Nah, nah, man, bro.
1: you ain't had no purpose to do it. Ali nah. was doing it with a purpose, but yeah. I'm like, Try that against Wilder. One of them right hands is gonna yeah. land.
0: That windmill gone. It's, it's, it's a it um, <laughs> um, and shout out to my boy Hassan Robin Jr., too. You know, he um, had a fight. This past weekend, he improved to six and zero. He got a unanimous decision. So um, shout out to him. Shout he to definitely, yeah. you know, out on, on our radar, and um, we looking out for him to do some big things in the in the heavyweight division. Oh yeah,
1: man! These uh, father son boxing teams—they're coming up right, man. Yeah, they're pushing, they, pushing yeah. their pushing the kids in the right direction. Right yeah, now, man.
0: man. And it's awesome to see it when it's when it's done the the right way. You know what I mean? Um, it's a good balance there, and um. There's some good balances out there.
1: Oh yeah, man, definitely. Um, let me see anything else we want to
0: talk about, man. I mean,
1: um, this is our first show back in like a couple of weeks. I mean, you know, so
0: yeah. I mean, no, I, I mean, I just really wanted to just you know bring them up to speed on you know what what we've been going through the last um couple of weeks, weekends or whatever, you know, and just you know just talk about just it's kind of just like a, a, a get it off your chest episode, ain't. Eh? You know what I mean, and um, yeah, for you, yeah, because we had a lot of that. You know, um, I definitely just want to give a shout out to, you know, Eric, you know, Eric Thompson. He was in the building. He always showing love, and um, definitely big, big, big boxing historian. He knows his stuff. Anytime I'm around him, I get a little nervous because he gonna ask me some stuff I don't know. <laughs> yes, a yeah, you know, tribute, yeah, right? you know. I mean, yeah. this mm-hmm. dude. I mean, he like a computer with the with the with in the, in the older. And see, I'm good with the seventies, eighties, nine. You know, but sh- this joke again, he can go back and do some stuff. But shout out to him. It's always good chopping it up with him. And um I mean, everybody we met that night. You know, Gene Kim. You know, I give a big shout out to him. I'm a big fan of his work. You know, he. See, I'm working the Raleigh, Mm-hmm. Durham um boxing circuit. I mean, I, I don't know if that's all he does, but um I met him. He's very humble, gracious dude. I know, it was it was good good to meet him. Um just the night, he, man. It was just pe- meeting just a whole yeah. bunch of cool people, oh, yeah, man.
1: Yeah, definitely. And again, I want to say, yeah, shout out to Remy again for you know, open us get that connect. Rem, you know, Ram Paul, you know, going there
0: you know, shout out yeah, to Paul, Paul. Yeah, you know, everybody over there John Both Breaker, them, definitely you know keeping it keeping it real and you know we gotta give the, the big big shout out to you know seeing i know we already did but um seeing he really kept it a hundred didn't pull no punches and um always yeah. we really yeah. appreciate you know the love he showed us man and you know you need us we here
1: yeah yeah all i can do is i can just you know want to return it you know yeah. anything yeah. i just want to return that man but um yeah, man. Um, so we're gonna wrap this one up, man. Yeah, yeah, that's all I really yeah, got to say. Still, I was still coming off that high Sunday, like I know. when you texted I me. Want... I like still high. I was like, <laughs> I ain't even say nothing, man. I rolled back over. I went back to thinking about the whole event, and just thinking about what's to come, bro.
0: Yeah, it's 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 nothing but big big bigger things to come at. You know, that's that's what we feel like we graduated to that next level of things to come so um i'm looking forward i'm super excited i'm ready to just bang it out yeah so
1: always man and um before i you know close this i do want to say yeah tomorrow or whenever we get yeah i'm so you know put in cement yet yeah, but when we get donnie on the show we'll let him make a little announcement yeah and um i see another car for uh, michael williams jr coming up yeah uh, september okay. 8th Atlantic city you know so We'll probably have him back on, you know, if he wants to, you know, get more details on that. Absolutely. As it comes. But, um, yeah, like always, make sure y'all just subscribe to us. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and SoundCloud. And, you know, we've been doing little live streams on YouTube, so make sure you subscribe there. And um, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, man. But, uh, yeah, shout out to everybody who's always, uh, you know, staying in the loop with us, always listening,
0: following us. Inquiry, Did yeah. Y'all do a podcast this week, really? Yeah. Hey, we we hit that a lot, so yeah. I mean that's good for us because people n- notice yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, man, just 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 keep keep showing the love, and we're gonna keep showing the love.
1: Definitely, man. But uh, for our role, my name's Combo Breaking Ninety Nine.
0: It's your boy and P, y'all, and we out. Peace later.